What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to Pogo City Radio. I'm your host, Andrew Bedlam. I got $4 Sean here with me and our special guest, Chris from Crazy in the Brains. Here they are up first. How you guys doing? Andrew and Sean live on Pogo City Radio. We are definitely live. Not all all things screwing up. Yeah. Uh, Sean walked in super yeah. late two seconds ago. Well, I got here as soon as I could. <laughs> we luckily got our uh, awesome special guest here, uh, Chris from Crazy in the Brains. How you doing, Chris? Yo, what's up, y'all? I'm Hi. doing good. Great, Very great. Good. Great. Yeah, good to hear the audio. Luckily, though, it's almost kind of good that you were late. You could have been like 10 minutes earlier because we definitely had some technical difficulties. I had some technical difficulties. Me and Chris lost audio. He's, he's been on the uh, line with me for like 20 minutes. Yeah. But so we got to Sorry. run. 
plenty of checks and everything. But uh, yeah, dude. So uh, how's the band been? You guys, I know you were pretty busy, very busy, playing some awesome festivals, doing some tours, and then the whole COVID thing happened. So uh, how's how's it been thus far? Uh, it's been great. Um, once you know, once shows started to uh, pick up again, everything just kind of started rapidly uh, evolving. And, and um, we had a lot of huge changes, like all come down at once, you know? We did a bunch of cool tours. Um, we toured with Days and Days, Escape from the Zoo, um, The Tossers, uh, did some shows with The Slackers and The Bouncing Souls, put out a new song, had people quit the bands, had new people join the bands. And uh, now we're about to drop another new song, um, August 12th. So, oh, and we're also going into the studio um, at the end of this uh, month to record new songs with uh, a new lineup. Now, is it going to be an album? Because, I mean, it's great. I'm glad you guys are as active as you are. But I feel like recently you've really been focusing on singles. Like, so, there, what is it, The Ugly? So there was, there was Let Me Go, and then is it The Ugly? Are those the two full lengths? Or, or like... Uh, Into The Ugly is, like, you know, I, I personally wouldn't, wouldn't even consider it a full length. It's, it's nine songs, but I guess technically it is a full length. Um, but to me... It was a little bit, it was a little bit shy of a full length. You know, we got a, we got quite a few EPs out, and then we have a bunch of singles. We put out we put out a, a compilation album um, a few months back. It's called Bayonne Trash, and that has like every almost every song we've ever done. It's fifty five songs. The only thing that isn't on there is Where the Juice Strips, which is a um, our most recent EP, we didn't include that on there. So, yeah, I mean, you know, the music industry and the way that people consume music has has changed, even in the, in the sort of short, uh, you know, time frame of of this band existing. Like it's changed so much. So, well, for 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 our first release, we put out a full album, and by and by, and by you know, years down the line, it, it seemed to be less less important to do a full full length and and like kind of more um <clears throat> impactful to do singles and eps we kind of just just fire out music as it comes you know and like not too put too much thought into like how it's going to come out you know it's like we we right now i have a bunch of songs so so when we go into the studio at the end of the month um probably more than more more likely than not, it will be an album and not an EP, uh, just because we have so much music right now. Um, but you know, it's, it's 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 about keeping it fun and interesting and just whatever feels right, you know. Now, what is like your songwriting process? Like when you go into the studio, is the like are you guys writing in the studio? Or are you guys all rehearsed? They know the new songs and you're gonna crank them out, or do you guys figure it out more in the studio, like the individual? parts of the musicians how do you guys go about everything uh for the most part the way this band has rolled has been like i i create the blueprint on the acoustic guitar like lyrics melody and uh chord structures i bring it to the band they put their flair on it and then we bring it to the studio um and more 
more often than not, the songs are like pretty, pretty much finalized before we even get to the studio. But, you know, the title we got with Pete over these past few years, the more we wanted to, the more comfortable we we got and he also got with us. And it, 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 we started to realize, you know, it could be really fun to bring bring songs to him that weren't, that had a little bit more room for uh, collaboration because Pete, you know, obviously he's responsible for so many fucking amazing punk albums, you know? I mean, not not even just the Bouncing Souls. I mean, he he, he produces his oh, yeah, own. Jersey, right? Bouncing Souls, South Jersey. Yeah, right there, totally. Is yeah, he putting like, out your stuff now, Pete, from the Bouncing Souls? He doesn't put it out, but he records it. Okay, recorded. he's like engineering it, if you will. Okay. Recording, engineering. So, so... With this album, you know, we decided to, all right, let's, let's, or with this batch of songs, if it becomes an album or whatever it becomes, right? We decided to um, leave a little bit of, uh, leave a little room for Pete to come in and, and, and kind of give his opinion and, and produce a little bit. Cause we've never really had a producer mm-hmm. or really like welcomes that kind of input. It's always been like, we bring songs like pretty much 95% complete. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's fun to like evolve and like try new things and experiment. So this album's going to be, this dispatch of songs is going to be a little bit different. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, you guys are, are your own thing all the time. I mean, you really like you, everything's a little different and it's good. I mean, that's, you guys are like, I really feel like you're, you're perfect for this time period like you really represent this time period just the way you were saying it like not caring about the albums and uh, just being so outside the box with a xylophone and just Very getting outside the box yeah getting like love from it but then also hate and then being able to laugh at the hate i mean i follow most of your socials i love you guys did like a little mean tweets thing where you were reading all your hate mail and just like it was hilarious and it shows you can laugh at yourself and and like, I don't know, man, I, I see your videos all the time on YouTube. I've always thought they were phenomenal quality. And that's really like what you were saying, like more of a single aspect. That's really what goes now. It's like a release date. It's something quick. Everyone's attention span is so short. It's like if you up, if you put an album on Spotify, two tracks are going to get the majority of the traffic and then the rest are going to be dead. So it really does make sense to just push a little bit out of the time but you don't play by any of the rules you're not like oh well punk rock is power chords and downstrokes or oh we want to get a little poppier it's like your songs can sound completely different from one to the next but i still always knows i still always know it's you like it's not yeah. like you're acdc but it's like yeah. your songs will sound completely different but i still know it's crazy in the brains and it takes like some skill to do that. Like, you know, you're not pigeonholed, but you also have a sound. I guess really between Jeff's xylophone, your voice, those are two like distinctive characteristics that you won't hear anywhere else, but still just the whole thing. It's like, it's got some art to it, but it's not too artsy to where it's like, oh, this isn't my type of punk. Like it's, it's really cool. And you guys are really just doing your own thing. You're definitely, I I can't look at you and be like, oh, well, they're getting that from the Ramones and they're getting that from the dead boys. It's just kind of like, 
I definitely see you're pulling some inspiration from hip hop. Am I right with that? I definitely see some. I, I'll, I didn't you even do like some hip hop covers? I remember seeing some videos of something. Uh, we covered we covered uh, uh, "Hustling" by Rick Ross, and we, and we put a spin on it, you know, with with my own lyrics and whatnot. Um, yeah, yeah, hip hop is definitely a big influence, you know. Um, but those other bands you mentioned too are also influences, you know, like. Um, I think I think I just I just kind of pull from everything that I was raised on, you know, and like don't really try to um, just try to fit into one one specific you know genre or or a category because to me like that's what punk was about, right? Like the earliest bands in the punk in the punk movement all sounded different, you know. Like no, like I love the Ramones. I I, I was just saying today that I, I feel I've been talking forever about getting a Ramones tattoo on my leg. I just want to get the word Ramones. You have one. Okay. I got Joey there from the punk fanzine cover, but yes, go on. Yeah. I, I absolutely adore the Ramones and, and, and to be honest, they're, they're probably one of my favorite bands of all time. You know, they, they are a huge influence, but you know, at during the time of the Ramones and CBGBs, obviously you, you already know there was the Ramones, there was suicide. There was blonde. There were just so many different bands that came up in the same movement, but sounded completely different. The whole so, CB scene, absolutely. Yeah. So somewhere along the line, I think punk got a little like closed-minded, right? And 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 everything had to start to sound like one way. And I never wanted to do that because uh, I love all types of music. I, I like type. To me, genres are, are honestly just kind of childish and pointless. What other music and, do you like? Well put. Well put. Um, what was that? What other kinds of music do you listen to? Um, I mean, honestly, there's like, there's not really a limit to what I like. I like literally almost every genre, you know, uh, I listen to jazz. I listen to, um, like I said, hip hop, like folk music was a huge influence, especially in the beginning it's, of this. Band. That's cool, man. Yeah. It's good to have, uh, an eclectic taste. It's, it, uh, yeah. It definitely, uh, and, and if you if you bring it forward in your music, you, you and you hear it, you you know, wow, this band is obviously influenced by a lot of different things, not just punk necessarily. Yeah, I mean, I'm just a fan, you know. I, this is, I'm I'm a fan at the end of the day. So like, I spend all my time like listening to music and watching fucking live videos on on YouTube, like to the point where it's probably annoying to the people I'm around. But like that, I just this is what I love. <laughs> Do your friends hate on you for listening to that type of shit? Like when no. you play it around them or what? No, honestly, no. Like uh, the people that the, my circle is small and, and the people that I that I keep close to me are all kind of like on the same vibe as me. So, OK, that's cool. Uh, but yeah, like I'm a fan of music, so it's kind of impossible for me to like limit, you know, what's going to influence the music I make because I just love it. I just love all types of music, you know. So that's cool, man. Yeah, dude, I yeah. completely love that whole attitude, and it really kind of rolls in with our whole little wild card segment we do time to time. The first time I did that, it was like, because I'm like, I was imagining people being like, oh, that song's not punk, or what, fuck what that did, band. What did we play? I forget. We played Biggie and Biggie, um, yeah. and Bob Marley, Hold Your yes. Head. Okay. But, uh, but I wanted to be like, just like, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, we'll play whatever we want. There's other music out there. I don't care if you don't think this isn't punk. And we listen to other things, you know what I mean? I mean, so we would try and get that 
just to like kind of flip off the people who were too cool for themselves that thought all punk had to be studs and leather and shouting and it had beer and nothing else. You know what I mean? And it was like, fuck that, man. Punk's about, I mean, there are some boundaries, but like punk's about doing what you want. Punk's about being yourself, standing up for yourself, loving music, standing up for your scene, your friends, you know what I mean? And doing it your way because you want to and you enjoy it. And like, I definitely get that from you guys. Yeah, man. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it's a raw, it's the rawest form of a, artistic expression and uh that's always what that's always going to be my interpretation of it you know but that might not be the next person's interpretation and that's cool too you know like i'm I'm here for it all you know like whatever uh, whatever you want to do that's authentic to you i think that's cool that's cool with me you know absolutely man absolutely so you said you're headed to the studio you got any gigs lined up i was about to ask Uh, that we do we have we have a show with Teenage Bottle Rocket That's and cool. Susie Moon. Uh, I've seen next- them. Yeah, I've never, I've never seen uh, either of those groups. I, I, I know of them both, but I've never seen either of them live. Susie so. Moon is pretty good. Yeah, she yeah. kissed Jessica while she was playing live. Rude Grill Jess. She, uh, did. Uh, nice. she did, yeah, yeah, at the fire. It's funny, it's in the Pogo in the Pit volume two movie uh, Joe put oh, out. Like it's yeah. actually in there? Nice. Yeah, it's great. And you're all shit-faced introducing the spiky tops. Drunk as hell. Drunk as <laughs> hell. My, Damn near illiterate. Not, not my proudest moment, but... But, uh, yeah, dude, I mean, uh, I wanted to... Uh, you had your acoustic out there. Now, I'm getting some messages. We've never done, like, a Zoom call before and this is yeah. telling me we're about to get kicked off so i'm gonna open if you want i'm gonna i'm gonna play a, like an actual song we're gonna play some sloppy seconds i'm gonna send you another request you want to come in and, and you want to jam a track for us after this uh recorded track on that acoustic yeah, yeah, yeah. all That's right cool. dude so i'm gonna i'm gonna end this call and i'm gonna send you a new link and just do the same thing you got me man all right, cool. All right, Sounds dude, good. cool. Yep. All right, guys, here is Sloppy Seconds. I was looking for this song a couple weeks ago, and I was thinking it was called Sellout, and I couldn't find it. It's called Force to Suck. Sloppy Seconds coming off more trouble than you're worth. Stick around. We're going to get a jam or two out of Chris up next. Uh, fucking shit up. I may have fucked up here, right? We got to unmute that shit. There we go.
All right, that was Sloppy Seconds. We're going to keep the tracks rolling with Broken Cuffs, These Boots. Up next on Pogo. Definitely, definitely lost Chris and having troubles. That did him the new link right now. So uh, playing some music. It was good talking to him there. I'm definitely going to try and get him on again before the end of the show. So, uh, Sean, why don't you, uh, do you know the info on the show tomorrow? The U.S. Uh, yeah. Chaos Show? Uh, Can you go talk to them about that while me, I uh, handle some Let me business? bring up this flyer, because I know Renee has shared it like a million times. It's uh, Kearney, New Jersey, I believe. Kearney, New Jersey, I, I believe. It. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And it's U.S. Chaos. So it's uh, tomorrow. Head wounds. It's, uh, August 6th. Uh, head wound, U.S. Chaos, the abductors, the parasitics, and DSU at Jimmy's Bar and Grill. 
That's uh, 188 Midland Avenue, Kearney, New Jersey. I guess that's how you say that. Kearney. Kearney? Kearney? Kearney, New Jersey. Like you're a Kearney? Uh, yes, like you like work, a like like you work, work at, at the, the carnival. carnival. Yes, Kearney, New Jersey, yes. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, go check out... Uh, our girl Renee Blanks in the U.S. Chaos. Now, actually, if you go over to PogoCity.com or if you go to any of the feeds where um, they have every show, like uh, Spotify, stuff like that, if you go to anything like that, you go really far back, you can find Glenn from U.S. Chaos on the show. I think he might have been the first interview we ever did. And it was like when we were almost in a single digits but uh, single digit episodes but go check it out hear him talk about one of new jersey's uh first punk bands in u.s chaos the band was actually started by uh renee's brother gary and uh, a couple of the other members i believe ron and glenn and I'm, i know i'm forgetting some and i would get killed but uh these are some of the uh you know oldest school punks around like when this band got started like renee was like a baby her brother passed away and since then she took over playing guitar in it i know at the last show they had this life-size cardboard cutout of gary from uh u.s chaos and her brother and now they bring it on stage and they uh they play with they play with it up there and it's really cool so uh i hope you guys can make it out tomorrow now i'm pretty sure to uh carney new jersey and i'm pretty sure we have chris back hey chris what's up man Yo, what's Shoot. up dude Yes, yes. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm just trying to get our face. We're still on the podcast, but I want to get live for the uh, Facebook listeners because he was doing some sound check. And I was like, oh, this is pretty awesome. Like, it sounds fine. I wonder if, like, we could do this for, like, the show. So, you know what? We're going to go with um let me why can't i get this to go live it hates me it hates me <laughs> I may have up here. It, it really hates me i'm like stalling it, it, it won't let me go back live on facebook so uh, i'm gonna get this worked out we'll play one more track and then uh, we're gonna jam around with chris for a bit who is uh, good enough to come on the show and uh, you didn't say did you say what venue that next show is at with Susie moon i don't think you finished uh plugging that my man that was uh that's gonna be at crossroads in garwood new jersey all right so for all you jersey punks here's uh the bedlam punks our high school band with east coast punks be right back Boom. <laughs> But, but 
All right, that was the Bedlam Punks, me and $4 Sean's high school band. Little re-record. We are live on Facebook. I really like that track. We are back with Chris from Crazy in the Brains. Now, if you guys Yay! are live, the first video, you can go back and watch it on Facebook. We'll upload it to YouTube. The podcast will be available in its entirety probably sometime tomorrow. Talking about iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. We had Chris talking all about Crazy in the Brains for a good 20 minutes and uh, one podcast two videos and now we're gonna get to some jams so chris i don't know if you want to introduce a song tell us something about it but uh it's all you bro you take over uh yeah i think i'm gonna play i don't deliver pizza anymore um that was off our last ep so not it's not super new but it's it's something that we started to play live um recently and it's kind of got um some new life on, on uh one, one of my more one of the like i would say one of my favorite songs that we've done especially more recently <laughs> Took it out to Spain and back on. We had some fun there. Daddy said the time has come for me to watch my language. People hear me talking like this, they'll misunderstand me. Think of all the time you spent telling me you love me. Big dreams, fantasies of how it could be. Waiting on the weather to be absolutely perfect. Make a move now, prove to me you know I'm worth it. Even my have leave mistaken my kindness for weakness. That's okay with me, but we'll go ahead and let them believe this. I just love that look up surprise in your eyes when I cut their throats and smile. Yeah, promise is the deputy time for me to watch my language. People hear me talking, they might misunderstand me. Ooh, I really don't care. Yeah, I, I, oh, I, I, oh. I'm just being honest. Yeah, oh, 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 oh. I know my soul is gone. I ain't worried about it all. Don't deliver pizza no more. Woo, 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 woo. Up in the ER there with doctors all around me Bleeding on the brain in the street is where she found me They done told me others it's just like me when we'll get out of here Used to question if my life had purpose and now it's clear Y'all just can't get rid of me I'm fulfilling my divine prophecy Yeah, I'm even the kitchen moving on to something better now All the rest of pizza in my head I don't run nothing down it's a lifestyle that I chose. Never went to school, ain't got no student loans. And to those who said I never could, I can't and I won't feel free to play a note on my saxophone. Yeah, mama said the definitely time for me to walk my language. People hear me talking, they might misunderstand me. No, I really don't care. Did I, oh, 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 oh. I'm just being honest. Yeah, 
We got uh, Chris from Crazy in the Brains Acoustic. I don't deliver pizza anymore. Now, what did you actually used to deliver pizza? Is that an accurate? Yeah, man, I did for a while. Um, you know, it was a good job while while it lasted, but uh, I did quit that job. Hey, at least you got a song out of it. That alone, you know, what I mean, that alone worth it. Song, song material. I, I, I yeah, probably dude. made uh, I made some money while I did it. There you go. I remember that song too. I was, it was uh, one I, my favorite album. I hate when people say this, but I just really loved the songs that "Let Me Go" album. When you, I, I always, I said this in a previous interview we did with you, but King Kong, I'm pretty sure, was like one of the first songs. I'm pretty sure the first song I heard of yours, and I absolutely. I loved the contrast because the lyrics were like, you know, like, I'm a badass, I'm going to fuck you up, I'm King Kong. And I had never even heard your band before. And that song's one of the popular ones. And the xylophone. And I'm like, this is great. Like, my kids would dance to this, but, like, he's talking about fighting someone and he's like a badass. I fucking love it. It was like, uh, you know, um, what is it? Um, uh, the full metal jacket on his helmet. He's got the peace sign and must kill. You know I mean like the duality it was I just I was like oh this is awesome and then I went on to the YouTube and I watched um oh what is the song it might it's not the people who died it's the Lou Reed one don't you do a uh, Lou Reed song? oh yeah Sweet Jane that's crazy I was just thinking about that song today yeah Sweet Jane and I saw Johnny like Constant's husband in the video I was like wait I know him Yeah. And we got a hold of you. It was funny, too. We ended up playing, um, like, digital poker with Jeff a bunch when COVID first started. We were all, like, drinking vodka and on Zoom calls <laughs> and playing, like, poker or spades. I don't remember. I think it was poker. And uh, Jeff was in there, I think. It was, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was a lot of fun. But what made you uh, think about Sweet Jane today? You know, I think I don't really know those lyrics. See, I, every time we we cover a song, I I switch out I switch out a verse and I and I put my own lyrics in there. And I, for some reason, the the lyrics that I wrote to that song popped in my head. I don't really know why, um, but that's funny that you brought it up today. That was a cool song, you know. We we never really um we didn't really perform it live too much, you know. We recorded it. It was like a moment in time, like. Um, Honestly, what inspired it was was uh, all the police shootings that 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 started to pop up in the news at the time, and like, I just like, I don't know, I just got inspired to like write about it and write some lyrics about it, and then we crammed those lyrics into the Sweet Jane cover, filmed a video for it, and then that was that, you know. But but uh, yeah, that song was fun, you know. What were the lyrics you added? Because I noticed that you changed the lyrics, but what were the lyrics you added? Or at least uh, some of them. The ones that popped in my head today was uh, Beauty was stolen by the people and bought back under the concept of luxury. Fuck that. Blood in the air. Now you're desensitized. Um, if, if we're made in God's image, we're all gods in God's eyes. And, yeah. uh, I yeah, it, it was just it was just like a response to, you know, the, the the 
the like multiple shootings that just came back to back to back in in, in the media, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, uh, covers covers have been honestly, dude. There's like ten covers that we've done on that compilation album I mentioned earlier. Um, that's How can always people get some- it. How can they buy it? The compilation album uh, is on is on our Bandcamp. It's for sale on Bandcamp, and mm-hmm. it's it also you know we sell it we sell it at our merch table at shows, and uh, like I said, it's fifty five songs. Ten, I think there's ten 55. or so covers. Fifty five. That's awesome. Now I've noticed you do have a couple different mixes here and there. Like for example, I think like "Let Me Go," the the one that's on the album, it doesn't sound like it's the same track in the video. Do you it's have not, multiple mixes on this 55 track album? Like, are there? No. We, so it's we the just official. Went, damn, so it's 55 different songs? 55 different songs, yeah. And honestly, that's not even that's all. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's not even everything. Like I said, uh, Where the Juice Strips isn't included on there. Mm-hmm. And then there was like there was like maybe five to six, maybe seven songs that just didn't make the cut. We figured, all right, let's save these, you know, because um, it was already it was already a double disc CD, um, and it was it, and if it gets pressed to vinyl, it would be a double vinyl as well. So we figured fifty five is enough for now. Yeah, that's that's a lot, dude. That's that's awesome. How old were you when you started writing music? Uh, writing music. I mean, I guess I started attempting to write music like when I was like fourteen, fifteen, you know. But I don't think I really got any good until I was like 23, maybe, you know, some uh, life experience sometimes. I mean, yeah, I, I was in a lot of punk band. I was in quite a few punk bands before Crazy in the Brains. I, I, and I was mainly the bass player and I wasn't the lead singer. Uh, and I didn't really want to be. I want I liked just like doing the fucking Sid Vicious and just playing bass. You know, uh-huh. I, 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 I wore my bass like down to my fucking ankles, yeah. super low. And like, yeah, exactly. Like him, you know, yeah. and and I would like sing backups, and I wrote lyrics, but I really just liked being the bass player, you know, and like and just fucking performing. It wasn't until all these bands just like fizzled out, and people got, you know, grew out of punk rock, and I stayed invested in it. That I was like, all right, well, if no one else is gonna be in a band, I should I'm gonna do my own thing, and I started playing open mics. And it was it was when I, once I like really submerged myself into the open mic scene and just threw myself into the into the wolves den and just just put myself out there and performed in front of an audience every night uh, that I really started to like kind of find my voice with songwriting. So, but I love you know what I mean. I loved the journey. Like I didn't. It wasn't like. You know, it was it was work, but it wasn't work. You know, it was like it was fun for me. You know, and yeah, eventually, yeah. I found my place. You know, and then ever since I've been I've been doing it. So, yeah, that's great, man. Keep on doing it. You know what I'm saying? One of the main reasons I've always liked this was like when I why I've always wanted to play music. Like I know what it would make me feel like when I was a kid, and like what it would make me want to do, and just like so inspired and an outlet. And I'd like really like to try and bring that 
to others. That and I, I, I like attention. <laughs> Anyone in a band that not, doesn't no, want not this guy, I, I definitely want some some panties thrown at me too. <laughs> but I also want to inspire. But uh, yeah. yeah, dude. I mean, I really, I really see that shine through in everything you do because none of it's generic. You know what I mean? It's all outside the box. You're never, even though I would sing about these things and I'm like talking crap on it. You're never talking about like spiking your hair or or beer or you know what I mean you 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 got fun songs clever ways to say things like I I really liked one of the lines when you were like I I take my cake and I eat it too what else yeah. would you expect me to do like yeah <laughs> like that's yeah. my attitude <laughs> like I, you got a lot of great little clever lines like uh what was it like the you got a nice ass but it's not that nice I seen more <laughs> and I I seen better all right i was just i was just dying and like even my wife she was just giggling listen to it it's just fun and like it's still and on the real early stuff you don't even really have like an electric guitar you guys don't get the um what's your electric guitarist name with the long hair now Ernest. Ernest, yeah. yeah. Like I, I feel like uh, what was the the we is it the black album the the black tape deck with like the girls' faces? Is that the weeds? That's the first one he's on. Yeah, right? yeah. That's that's uh, yeah. That's the first album that he's on. Yeah, you're right. So, so what was it like? Because like it's so you guys, you were a punk band. You didn't even have an electric guitar. So what yeah. was it like? A being in a punk band with no electric guitar, and then B adding that electric component and what really made you decide to do that? Uh, you know, I think my songwriting just started to organically evolve. Right. Um, and like I was the lead guitar player in the band and, uh, I was the type of the guitar player that like never could stand still. And I was always doing weird shit and like trying to perform like, as outrage outrageously as I could, like <laughs> one of my main like things to do was like these like fucking cheerleader kicks <laughs> where I would just kick as high as I could while I was playing the guitar. But the more the more my songwriting started to shift from like just open chords with the capo, like kind of coming from that like folk uh style and like kind of Ramon style, right? More the more I my guitar style like evolved away from that it became a little bit difficult to execute the songs while singing and performing um and then different things happened within our circle where like to be to be completely honest like people in the band started to like drop in and out and like you know the, obviously this lifestyle is 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 it is can be challenging at times and and it's a sacrifice right and at, at one particular moment when Somebody in the band decided they needed a break. Uh, I was like, well, you know what? Here's a perfect opportunity to explore this like kind of idea I was flirting with, with like getting another guitar player in the group. Ernest was a kid who had been around our like world for a minute. He would come to our shows. He was fucking drunk in the in the crowd, like crowd surfing. Like he was good friends with my brother. He was just around and I knew he was good at guitar. So we brought him into the mix and it just kind of worked, you know, and he's been he's the only one left from from. I mean, honestly, I'm the only original person left from the OG albums, but he stuck around um, 
ever since he ever since he joined. And you know, it's just this band is always the Crazy in the Brains has always been evolving. You know, since day one, it started as acoustic, and then it just kept building and building ever since. And yeah, man, it. it I think every evolutionary step we took, like, was uh, made made the music and and the band like much better you know, and, and much more exciting. And so you're evolving, growing. Yeah, I mean, you know, you got bands like the Ramones, like we mentioned earlier, who I love, who kind of did one thing really great and just like, I mean, I mean, I I personally think you know they they evolved too in their own way, but for for better for, for worse like they they're pretty much the ramones yeah. the all the way through like, like or, sped up beach boys <laughs> yeah or even like motorhead right like motorhead is fucking motorhead across mm -hmm. the board yep absolutely and that's cool but not a lot of bands can do can really pull that off and like i think we're a band who like was very always very interested in like evolving and changing you know so like let me what we come out with where the juice strips doesn't sound a ton like let me go but you know if you're paying it if you're paying attention and you are like a music fan and a fan of what we do i think you'll be able to hear the consistencies in there too you know absolutely that's what i was saying earlier all your songs sound different but i still know they're you but uh yeah. i mean i see you guys out there you know you you deserve it all you're real lucky you get to do i see you doing things i would love to do so you gotta you gotta be real you gotta give me one like one like oh shit like either who you were playing with or where you were playing or the tour when you were like oh okay that's awesome yeah like where what yeah, was that what I was that moment that. Oh man, I could I could give you so many, and I and and that's I'm glad you point that out because I think it's really important, not just in this um, career path or, or or this atmosphere, but like just in life in general. I think it's important to like take inventory of the things that you're grateful for, right? Um, Absolutely. I I would say right now um, that the first thing that comes to mind is is getting contacted by Iggy Pop. When oh we shit! Hell yeah. yeah. When we recorded, it's uh, an eyebrow when, razor. Yeah, man. That I mean, Iggy Pop. He raises eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> he he he's a huge huge hero of mine. So like, when we put out Punk Rocker, and he reached out and sent us a personal email, uh, and he 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 was sending love about the song and also about he sent love about some of our other songs. Like that was fucking incredible. You know, like. I swear to God, dude, when I played, when we were doing sound check and I played punk rocker for a second, you remember it was just me and you, that was the first time I heard that song. And I was like, oh, this has got an Iggy Pop feel to it. Swear to God, didn't yeah. know you. He contacted you. And it's that specific song. I'm definitely going to play it later in the show now. But yeah. like, I was sitting there and I was like, oh, this is a total Iggy Pop thing. And it's funny because if you uh, listeners want to go back into the archives or on Spotify, iTunes, a couple weeks ago, we were doing a, uh, I don't know if it was a whole show on Iggy Pop, but I, 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 I've read an Iggy Pop book, uh, Watch Me Bleed, or I don't remember the title, something like that. And uh, so I was talking about it and uh, him and the David Bowie connection and all that. So if you guys want to hear that episode, go over to our Spotify or PogoCity.com. Check it out in the archives. See if you can find the first episode with Chris. And it was uh, Brandon on bass, right? Brendan, Brandon, right? Was that he was on with you last time? Uh, 
I don't remember. I don't. I the thought ba- I, who's I don't... the bass player with the blonde hair, short scale bass Mustang? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he, he that, it was probably him. I don't yeah. remember that though, to be honest. Now, when you said you're the only OG member, have you had multiple xylophone players? No, no, he was the only. Okay, was yeah, I was gonna say, where did you yeah. find another fucking xylophone <laughs> no, player? No. I think it's hard to find a drummer. I can't imagine, imagine a xylophonist. A, imagine putting up flyers like we're looking for a punk rock xylophone player. <laughs> yeah, no. So, uh, where where did that really come from? What made you guys throw in the xylophone? Uh, you know, I started I started writing songs solo, and at that time, you know, Jeff Jeff and I were really close, so like. He was, he was my first um, thought for for a person to like collaborate with. I was like, "Yo, dude, I, I got some songs. Like, do you want to be a part of this?" And he said, "Yeah." And originally, it wasn't it wasn't xylophone. It was it was me on guitar, him on drums, um, and we played a few shows, and we were like, "This is cool," but we weren't like. We weren't super stoked on it. Like we were, but we were like, all right, what could we what else could we do? Because like we were saying earlier with for us for us, it's always been about like stepping outside of the norm, you know, and like trying to dig a little deeper and not just replicate what has been done before. So he had he was going to school at the time. Uh he was he, he had to learn a little bit of marimba for his major in uh in uh classical percussion. So that was laying around his house, and we were like, well, let's fuck with this and see what this sounds like. And immediately, it just clicked. We're like, oh, this is awesome. Let's do this. And then from there, it's... That that is, like, one of the most unique things I think I've ever, like... Heard of is, is a xylophone player in a punk band. The Ramones did do it in Bonzo Goes to Bitburg. Okay, it's so one song. They, no, but... I was there was one night we were playing. I just started bullshitting, and I played you guys, and I was like, "How many other xylophones can there be?" And I sat there, and I was able to find like three, and I played them, and I was like, "Oh shit!" We played like three different bands that are punk rock, but yours is there all the time. You know, I'm, I remember the one was the Ramones, and there we found. I know at least another one there was you guys the ramones and i know we had another uh, you know uh people bring up the violent femmes a lot they oh, use this xylophone. Yep. you know i don't know i don't know if you guys realize but we're not we're not doing the xylophone anymore it's not a part of the band anymore yeah dude. Uh, oh damn see i was wondering like because you said you were the only original and yeah i haven't yeah. seen you guys since before COVID like I don't yeah. think I was seeing you guys well because you guys started hitting everywhere and yeah. uh, like it was you guys were more in Jersey and Philly I remember I think maybe the last time with Joe Jack when you were in Philly that might have been the last time when yeah. I when we saw you guys I'm thinking and yeah. that was right that when in, yeah. out of the weeds came and uh, yeah no I didn't realize so that's and we played the yeah, see, I didn't even notice. I, we were listening to um, what song? East Coast. What was the song we started off with? East Side. East, East Side. side yeah. yeah. And I didn't. We were playing. I didn't even notice there wasn't any xylophone. Well, but uh, yeah, so that's a pretty big transition. Like, uh, yeah, that how is, do you uh, guys? How yeah, how has that news. been dealing with? <laughs> <laughs> that there is xylophone on that song. Actually, I think oh, it's geez. just it's just um <laughs> so it's just wrong. maybe. You know, so, certain songs it's a little bit more prominent than others, mm-hmm. and in that song it's it's sort of in the it's in the background in the background as opposed to the forefront. The next song that we drop on on August twelfth is going to be the final song 
that includes xylophone as a part of the equation. And, um, you know, it's not something that, that I ever like necessarily planned on being, uh, part of the scenario for crazy in the brains, but it's what happened. And, uh, at the end of the day, it, it goes, it falls right in line with everything we were talking about with evolution. You know, and it's like, that was, I'm, I'm proud of everything we've done, uh, w um, with that lineup, you know, and with that, and with that, um, configuration of, 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 of musicians and instrumentation, but like things changed, people changed and like, we're on to something new now. And, uh, I'm, I'm really, I'm really stoked for what, for, for the future. And, um, you know, like, I Who think is the current lineup. Who's, who's, who's the current lineup for the band? Uh, Ernest is on guitar. Um, there's this kid, Zach, on drums, who I don't know if you're familiar with Matt Pless. Do you know who Matt Pless is? I, I don't think so. He, he's like a, he's, he's a pretty, um, he's an amazing songwriter and, and he's a pretty, he's a pretty popular uh, folk punk artist, right? Anyway, it's his brother on drums. Um, there's this chick, Allie, on keyboards, who who's also has this band called Stop the Presses. It's like it's a ska band. Um, we have a few different people filling in on bass here and there, um, and uh, yeah, man, we we we've, we've been doing shows with this lineup, and it and it's been and it's been really rad. And uh, and the new album, or or the new collection of songs that we're about to record is with all these people, all these musicians, and and uh, I'm really stoked on it. Like it's. It's again not to, not to uh, not to belittle anything we've done in the past because I'm proud of everything we've done in the past. But everything we're doing now is like I would say I'm most proud of this and anything over anything else, you know. But that's Absolutely. always how it. That's always how it is, right? You're always stoked for the for your newest your newest project, you know. So yeah, you're a better version. You you've progressed. You know what I mean? You're more. You have more yeah. experience. Absolutely. Like yeah. you, you were bringing up King Kong and and like. It's funny because I think that song's awesome and it's it's cool and all the reasons that you 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 mentioned are like I agree with you I'm like yeah that, I think that's what's cool about the song but at the same time me now I can't even picture me like doing that song. We don't play it live really not for those reasons but like you know you evolve as a as a songwriter and and as a, even as a fan of music like you just perspective changes and and, and whatnot. so like you know, I'm very, very stoked about about what's to come. <clears throat> yeah, with 55 songs and more counting, I wouldn't expect you to play the same set list <laughs> every night. Yeah, man. But, dude, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you came on for 10 or 15 minutes and talked to us. <laughs> yeah. This was great, man. I'm, I'm glad you were able to hang out for the whole show. We got the late start, set it up last minute. And uh, I had a lot of fun, dude, just sitting here bullshitting. I think the people who love it will have the podcast up tomorrow. I'll probably edit out some of the middle stuff, polish it up nice, but uh, we'll be releasing it all over the place on YouTube and Facebook and all the podcast feeds. But definitely, I hope all the listeners go uh, check out Crazy in the Brains on Spotify. Give them a follow if they haven't. You know, go over to their Bandcamp. What is it? Like Bandcamp.crazyinthebrains or something, yeah. right? Yeah. All right. Exactly. Go there and you guys can actually buy some stuff online. They can buy some hard copies, I imagine. Right. From the band camp. 
Yeah, and actually, you know what? We just dropped a new T-shirt today. So, uh, so go cop that. Hell yeah, new. hell yeah. And yeah. Uh, go out to that uh, next show in Jersey. I know I'll try and be there. But, Chris, really appreciate you guys coming on, and I'm glad you're still doing everything and playing and, uh, you know, being happy and uh, putting out some good music, man. Yeah, brother. Th thank you both. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem, Yeah, man. totally, man. Good All right, to dude. All right, have a good night, man. We'll see you. All right, guys. Stay safe. All see right. you later. See okay, we got a couple more songs. We're still live. We'll play a couple more songs. I can't believe we actually had that going with only, like, one. So it wasn't even a fuck-up. What it was is, I guess, so I normally don't use Zoom. And, like, and hey, we have the free I version. Zoom, like, it every was, week. It was kicking us off, so that's why I had to end the first video, and it was just about to kick us off again. So it'll be cool. We'll upload the videos. Maybe I'll splice them together. I don't know what the fuck I'll do. But, uh, yeah, if you guys, if you live listeners, I see we got a bunch of... Uh, they couldn't hear. That's okay. So that's, if you guys, what you guys bad. couldn't hear in the live listeners, definitely in the podcast, I made sure that when we were testing everything out, I had a feeling they might not be able to hear him playing guitar in the live but we'll see. It's all in the podcast and uh, more of a reason to go over there and check it out. So, uh, yeah, we're going to play the song that I was already thinking sounded like Iggy Pop. And, uh, yeah, I think we're just going to get the fuck out of here. All I'm, right. I'm, I've had the worst day. I've had a terrible week. And my day was insane. I had so many problems with this show. You had, oh, oh, but it all came together and went good. It, all, good. it, was, it was good. Now I just got to edit it. And make it so everybody can hear all of Chris's stuff. But yeah, all right. So uh, you got anything else, Sean, my man? I don't think so. All right. We are going to play the song that he said uh, Iggy Pop had to give him. Could you imagine getting a shout out like Iggy Pop, like hitting you up? I've had it happen a couple times when I had like unexpectedly like members of the unseen like I was like, you you know who I am, you you know you know me, <laughs> and like, but I couldn't imagine Iggy Pop, like hey, you have to be big. like Andrew Bethel caught the show, <laughs> really big. like it guys, and it was funny dude. As soon as I heard this song for a fraction of a second, I was like, oh, it's got an Iggy Pop feel to it. So we'll leave with this. They have lots of different sounds, and for you guys who don't know them, even when they had the acoustic. It didn't sound like a folk punk thing. It was fast. Like, you know what I mean? It, the xylophone is prominent. And it's, I don't know, I, I meant to ask him this about what he did for the tones. But, uh, yeah, because it definitely, it does not sound like your standard. It by no means sounds like an acoustic guitar, folky. It's still fast. I didn't even realize. I thought they had a clean guitar at first until I, like, saw the videos and him holding an acoustic. And I was like, is there really only one acoustic playing? But definitely check them out. This song, a total different feel from the one we played earlier and a total different feel from the first album. Album, but like I said, it uh, you can always tell it's them. Here's Crazy in the Brains with Punk Rocker. See you guys next time. Thanks, Chris. See me driving down the street. I'm bored with looking.
I'll be there for 